Me and my friend take his fat shit Yo, 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 mic check, one, two, episode, this 225? 225. You know, we had a little snafu uh, yes. <laughs> last week, but yeah, episode 225, Serious Rap Shit Podcast, I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, what's, what's going on, Josh? Man, you know, it, it was a slow motion week for me, man. Yeah. Slow motion, man. Wasn't yeah. wasn't big either way. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I should have built an arc um <laughs> last week because it's been fucking raining for three days straight. Yo. And we we definitely <laughs> pretty sure hit, it's end times. Yeah, we definitely gonna hit forty days or forty nights yeah. of rain <laughs> <laughs> on the East Coast. Cause yeah, it's a, I'm looking uh uh, facing out my window, looking at our deck, and like everything is soaked. It's like mad gray and overcast. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not loving it. It was just summer, I, like yeah, that. Dog, I was thinking about that. Sh- I was like, oh, I was just telling somebody. I was like, damn, I gotta dig my my hoodies and shit out because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they was all like in a they're in like a you know like a tub like stashed away because I was like you know yeah. I still got shorts I gotta go through all my shit and mm-hmm. like put shorts away do all the shit because I think it's supposed to go up to the 70s by the end of the week but that ain't warm enough for shorts nah. like it, it's, it, it's it's hoodies in, in Tim weather again you know yeah. what I mean Dog. I gotta get this uh, it's like a letterman like the Ralph letterman mm-hmm. with like the RL on it I was like that's that's gotta be like my fall uh, like pop out jacket, bro. I'm broke as shit, but Word. god damn, they know when to target me with shit, dog. They be sending me these ads. Ugh, it's like a drug dealer, dog. I be like, yo, man, that fucking hoodie is fly as shit. Yeah. Like, I I got two hundred dollars in my account. Mm-hmm. The hoodie's only one hundred and twenty-five. That would still leave me seventy-five dollars. <laughs> leave me seventy-five to play around with. Yeah, I've been broken in that before in my life. <laughs> Yo, dog, you ever Yo, do a fucking one hundred twenty-five dollar hoodie? I could wear nowhere because I can't afford to go out. That's that's the thing, and you like you drippy, but you gotta stay in the crib. Like, you look at it in the mirror like, what am I doing this for? <laughs> Bro, the hoodie I'm wearing right now, I literally pulled it out of a tub uh, two days ago and was like, I forgot I had this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a few things like that that's like, what the fuck did I buy this? Yeah. 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 Because especially if it's like, you know, occasional, like this is a white hoodie I'm wearing. So like, I don't wear this shit a lot because I'm, right. I'm bound to spill some shit on it. You right. know what I mean? So I would if it's some shit like that where it's like oh this is a one off type thing like I wear like once in a while mm-hmm. I'll forget that I bought it you know what yeah. I mean I don't know what it was uh, about last year I bought so many white pieces of clothing more probably more than I've ever bought outside of like white tees and shit you know in like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. late nineties or two thousand trash bags full of them you know what I'm saying like yeah you go right down on Alany Ave. Like yeah, Fifth Street. I hit the Chinese people all the time. They had them. They have. They have like you go in there. They have socks, 
like mm. the the packages of socks, uh-huh. and they'd have <laughs> packages of white tees, yep. dog. It was sweet. But a fucking trash bag full of tees. But like, yep. outside of that time, I don't think I've ever worn uh, so many white pieces of clothing. But it was something about last year. I wanted to wear white. It made me feel uh, very comfortable. Like mm-hmm. like a white hoodie. I bought mad white hoodies. You know what I'm Clean. saying? Yeah, it like made me, it, fresh. It was something about it, like it, and and like you know, I was still a little wary about going outside and shit. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even like really popping out that much, but I just had like new white hoodies and shirts and shit, and would just just be in the crib. It just made me feel cozy. It made me feel cozy thinking about it now. Like I was like wearing a cloud or some shit. I don't know what that. You know, I know that white. The color white uh, has like a, a serious uh, spiritual significance in like mm-hmm. West African cultures. I don't know if it was some kind of old memory, ancestral memory that I was, you know, tapping into. But yeah, I was like really fucking with that shit. And I still have um, a bunch of shit that I ain't even really like I bought it last year, but I ain't even really. They really rock yet. Yeah, ain't really pop out in like that. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. This winter and fall, we gonna see what the fuck I'm gonna be wearing. Yeah, bro. And like, dude, I when we did the live show, I wore that uh, that polo jersey. Oh yeah, and I wore that once. Mm-hmm. This shit was like a hundred and some dollars when I bought. I forget exactly how much it was, but I was like, yo, this shit is fly as fuck. I bought it. Yeah, and that was like before the pandemic, and it literally I wore it like one time, and it sat in my closet for all that time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I forgot about that. I need to bring this out. Yeah, pop out so, with it again. Yeah, because it's like, that shit, like, dog, I, I, be, I be buying shit sometimes and just be throwing it up in the closet and forgetting about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then go back to wearing the same, like, three hoodies I wear all the time. Yo. You're, you're like, comfort hoodies? Unmatched. Unmatched. Oh, the best. The best, yo. The best. Yo, I can't lie. There was a... This is wild. Um, this is going back like a long time. I was in high school. I remember bought my first Eddie Bauer sweater, Ooh, like sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, to this day, have not found a sweatshirt that's as comfortable as that shit was. It was, oh, I don't know what it was, because it was like, it was cotton, but I don't know what it was like, I don't know what it was lined with or whatever. It was just so fucking comfy and yeah, like, like warm. Or some shit. Yeah, it was crazy, dog. Mm. It was crazy. About to buy me an Eddie Bauer edition truck or something. I don't know, man. I was just thinking about Eddie Bauer like th- literally the other day, and I was I might even said the list. I was like, yeah, Eddie Bauer. Them niggas made clothes. They made trucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they ain't know what the I fuck thought, lane they wanted to be in. I remember back then they had the Eddie Bauer edition joints, and then they had the the Nautica edition Lincoln Navigators. Uh, what really? Yeah, I know nothing yeah. about There that. was a Nautica edition. Yeah, what? they used to. It would have like a. It would have the sail in the in the uh, headrest. Hey, yeah, like the uh, shit yeah, in yeah, the yeah. headrest. Don't tell you, dog. Wow, like, <laughs> I wow. I'm not a car guy, but I did, yeah, I didn't know nothing about that. Wow. I wow, remember. Wow, I wow. remember seeing that when we was when we was young boys. Yeah, yeah. I still man. be rocking a lot of Nautica. I, I got a couple Nordica pieces. Yeah, I, I got a couple Nordica, Nordica pieces. Dog, I, I not to get into like just uh, all clothes stuff, but uh, I just followed this uh, like Tommy page, 
on mm-hmm. Instagram. And it's just like guys and ladies looking like super fly with like crazy Tommy shit that you never see on the street. That's been mm-hmm. like my my inspo lately. Just like looking Dog. at that shit on Instagram. I got several Tommy pieces. I got several Nordica pieces. Plenty like polo out the ass. Mm-hmm. I'm like all that shit. I'm so like one thing about our era. Like when we were like like high school era, that shit is timeless. That polo, it transfers. Tommy, Nordica, yeah, that shit is timeless. The giant white tees and shit we was wearing toward the, <laughs> the end of the <laughs> to like the early two thousands, yeah. that shit ain't gonna translate though. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be out here in a t shirt that's down to my knees. <laughs> Niggas was wearing so like like just giant. It was like an arms race. Yes. <laughs> to see who could wear the biggest, nuttest fucking white tee in that era. Yeah. 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 We was we legit had like jersey dresses on. Like yeah. them just was like down to our knees. Bro, exactly. was Six insane. X on and shit. Why why does anybody need that? Unless you no. really, really that big. It was like smaller yeah. motherfuckers wearing just big ass fucking shirt. You see it? Like how motherfuckers and niggas up here was doing it. Niggas down south was mm-hmm. doing it. It was it was That's it was thing. like across the board. When we were in high school, fashion was a lot more um, sectional. Of yeah. like, like the you know New York and shit. Yeah, regional is what I was yeah, thinking yeah. of. Yeah, it was a lot more regional. Like certain shit was like, like we would definitely be looking at. I remember in high school, um, friend of mine's uh, girlfriend was in. Uh, Camden. She went to mm. high school in Camden, and we would drive over there, and we would make fun of the dudes in Camden how they dressed. <laughs> yeah, because they was like two or three years behind what we were at fashion wise. Philly is like that, and I think NY is like that too. Yes, like fashion yeah. elitist. Yeah, well, a I mean, lot. Y'all still wearing that? <laughs> I remember looking. I remember reading the source. I think, and. There was an advertisement for Razkaz's second album, mm-hmm. and he had on like lime. He had a lime green, like I don't know, kind of polo shirt, and he had a lime that. green felines on. Mm-hmm. And I remember somebody coming behind me, going like, "Ew, he got felines <laughs> on." <laughs> you could not felines in the eighties, absolutely. Yeah, felines in like the mid to late nineties, persona non grata. Couldn't do no. it. Couldn't fucking do it. We don't even we wear black tims, mm-hmm. tan trims, tan tims with the butter with with the uh, leather. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got butters, dog. <laughs> I might edit this out. Why? Uh, I think right before the pandemic jumped off, we was in South Philly. Uh, I bought some tims. But it was like you ever see the jaws that you can like, uh, like roll down the top. Yes, and it'd yeah, be yeah, like some that. shit on it. I just bought them jaws. I was like, all right, you know, whatever, you know, dog. Liz grinded me up when I say she <laughs> grinded me up because it don't have the official Tims, but they yeah. don't got the leather on the top because it's it's like the foldy shit. I yeah. was like, oh, you know, I get these jaws because I just wanted boots or whatever. And man, she, I've never ever felt bad about something uh, that I bought. I've never felt bad about something uh, that I've bought or, or worn until that day. 
Like, <laughs> and we, we was just in the crib. And you know how somebody, like, really getting on you and mm-hmm. you don't got no retort? So yeah, you just, just, mm, mm, just got to eat, just, just <laughs> eat it. Dog, she was, man, she was, like, bebopping and scatting on me over them fucking <laughs> nut-ass Tims. I don't even know. Dog, I might have... Uh, eventually just left them Jones on the curb. They was new. I ain't with them shits nowhere. I might have uh I might have worn them uh at one one uh function. But I might have like left them Jones <laughs> might be some shit left, you got about, to drop. left them out on the step like here, one of y'all niggas take these Jones, man. You gotta have a gotta have a leather on your shit. Yeah. Dog, I be out and I be looking. Cause like we like we in our forties now, like we forty year olds, mm-hmm. and we be I be out and I be looking at like other folks that be like forty and shit like that, and they shoe game is whack. Oof. And I'm just like, will I get to that point? Will I ever get to the point where I'm like, yo, just 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 throw on some uh you know some Mall Walker mm-hmm. threes and, and I'll be good. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, like, I got just refuse. Yeah, like I refuse to just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go hit up Skechers and mm-hmm. go grab me some sneakers. Why do you as a man have on jorts and monarchs? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why yeah, are you doing that? Like, I just, I'm, I'm like, man, I always think I'll always, first of all, there's like, there'll be a, never be a point where I'm like, yo, I don't ever want a pair of Tim's with leather on. Like, I don't ever want my Tim's. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want a pair of butters. Like, I'll always, like, I'll be 60 and, like, <laughs> yo, I, I got it's Tim's Christmas with butters on. Butters. Yeah. Nah, them shit, so, when you're 60, them shit's probably be so hard to walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Your feet be all fucked up. Man, it's just it'd probably be heavy. You start yeah, getting, like, yeah, real true. Old. I haven't thought about that. I haven't worn Tim's since, since like, my back. Like since since surgeries and shit like that, I, my right leg already because of the nerve damage is like hard to lift. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine putting some Tim's on with it right yeah. now. I might, I might be reduced to not wearing Tim's no more. Oh, you know how when you get older, so it's like a cycle, right? You get uh, you in your thirties, you in your prime. When you get forties, you know, get to your forties, your metabolism starts to slow down and you gain mm-hmm. weight. And then you get really, really old and start losing weight. Like <laughs> you get like real skinny because you old and you yeah. you're on your way out. Imagine wearing Tim's, <laughs> heavy ass Tim's, and you seventy try walking them shits. It ain't happening. It ain't <laughs> happening at all. I honestly, I wear slides like so much. <laughs> like I wear I slides, slides like all the time. I got slides right now, and I despise slides my entire life. Yeah, I'm I didn't like wearing them for right a long now. time. Yeah, my son wears them. Like he literally, um, right before we recorded, he had came into the room because um, he was picking up something because he moved out and um, mm. he needed my uh, need to go to my car. So um, he came. He got slides on. Like it's pouring down rain. Mm-hmm. He just like walked outside in slides and yeah. will walk back to his car. All he young wears. Boys, yo. Young boys live in slides. Yeah, live in slides. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm like, I mean, either. I like if I go, like, first of all, I don't like wearing my slides outside because I wear them in the house. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't wear outside shoes in the house. Yeah. So, like, I'd be like, yo, I got my slides on. So, I don't wear them outside. Plus, I'm just like, I don't want nobody looking at, like, my socks is cool. Like, I don't got like holy socks and all that. But I'm right. just like, I don't want to, like, I. 
I don't know, man. I don't like what, seeing people in, in, in their socks and shit. Like, you know what I mean? I like, sneakers are supposed to cover that up. <laughs> I hate pe- see, seeing people raw foot. Yeah. And I know, you yeah. know, we all guys, tr- creatures and shit, but I don't want to see nobody raw foot under nah. any circumstance. Under any circumstance. Nah. And with slides, I don't go out in the world thinking that a fight is going to happen. I ain't yeah, fought a nigga in know. years. But slides, you're not combat ready. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> exactly. Dog, suppose some shit happened. And you know, since you know uh, we live in America, a fucking mass shooting could happen. Yeah, exactly. I would hate <laughs> me and Liz at a fucking barbecue spot, God forbid, and we fucking eating chicken or some shit, and a nigga starts shooting, and I'm trying to do the Scooby-Doo. Like trying to yeah. get away, and I got fucking this shit. Yeah, I got fucking slides or slipping and shit. Uh, uh-uh. uh, you will never see me out the crib with my feet out, unless uh-huh. we we gotta be elsewhere on a beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we gotta be elsewhere for that to happen. But in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, no fucking way, no uh-huh. fucking way with my feet uh-huh. out. It's not happening. I'm not gonna be. A- yeah, man, like, you know, I just think about, like, shit dropping on my feet as well. Like, yo, mm-hmm. if I drop something, I'm outside and shit dropping. Like, if I'm in the crib, like, nothing's really going to fall on my feet. Maybe a remote or some shit like that. Right. My phone. But, like, outside in the world, shit could fall on your feet. Like, I need my toes protected. Like, I'm... <laughs> That's real. <laughs> That's real. I don't, don't want to be out here just, like, raw dogging it, yo. I don't no. wear, like, those sl- those thong... Uh, mm. flip flops, none of that. Them yo. shits is a, a war crime. I hate them shits. Yeah, <laughs> fucking the shits with your little. It's in between yeah. your toe. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. They unco- that's uncomfortable anyway. Like shit between my toes and shit. It's, like that shit's wild uncomfortable. I hate shit in between my. Mm-mm. We we getting too uh-uh. specific, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Um, yeah, maybe we should get to some news for the week. Um. <laughs> Did you see they are making a Dilla documentary? You know I did, and you know I want to be in this motherfucker. Yes, yes. I it, I know. I read it was. It's based off the Dilla Time book. Yes, uh, Dan Charnas's uh, book that yes. came out last year. Did you read it? Yeah, fantastic book. Yeah. Um, I got. I got to pick it up. It's it's on my list of like I have like nine books I bought during mm-hmm. the pandemic, and I'm like making my way through a bunch of them. And yeah. I I told myself I will not buy more books until I get through the nine books that I bought during the pandemic. Yeah, is the the Dilatine book, um, Charnis. I think he he used to be an A and R, okay, mad years ago. Um, so he worked like he worked on uh that first uh Chino XL record that had like Dilla oh, word. beats on it. Yeah, he A and R that uh that record. So he knew Dilla and had worked with him a bit. Um and yeah, it's and they got uh everybody you could imagine that should speak on Dilla's music, uh they got to be in the book. And yeah, it's it's fantastic, like super detailed. Um you know, I, I absolutely adore Jay Dilla. So, you mm-hmm. know, I jokingly say, like, yo, put me in the movie. But, you know, yes, whatever they the do, movie. and I, I trust uh, I trust uh, Charnis and his uh, reporting. I trust Questlove to talk about Dilla. And they got yes, that absolutely. whole, you know, uh, 
the Summer of Soul team, like uh, Joseph yep. Patel, who's uh, a real dope music journalist now, filmmaker, producer. So yeah, I, I trust the people that they got to do this shit, that this shit is going to be absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's the thing, is I respect the team behind it, so I'm trusting. And like, I know how much respect and love Quest has for Dilla. Yeah. So he's not going to try to make something that's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I I think about uh, the documentary that uh, Michael Rappaport did on A Tribe Called Quest, which I do think, for as much as I, you know, don't fucking like Michael Rappaport as, yeah. a, as a persona, he tried to shit on our podcast without even fucking listening to it, because yeah, you and him was beefing on Twitter. <laughs> yes. He was like, fuck you. Hey, listen, fuck he's a podcast. dickhead. He, I, he was mad. I had receipts that he was wearing Sixers gear at a Sixers game yeah, when he was talking shit about him. So, clown. he's a dick. So, <laughs> I, I, despite all of that, I do think that he had good intentions with that documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he loved Tribe, but I think that they focused too much on uh, Tip and Fife having yes. like their their little conflict, and then also they only mentioned Dilla once in that film, which you know, as much as I love Dilla, Dilla did not make uh, the definitive tribe albums like no. i acknowledge that you know what i'm saying uh but you still could have you you giving me all of this stuff about tip and and fife having these fucking arguments we could have got more about uh beats rhymes and life and then uh the love movement but despite all of that um i do think that he had good intentions with this dilla shit I feel, you know, I don't know any of these guys uh, personally, you know what I'm saying, that that worked on this, that are working on this thing. But I do trust that their intentions are going to be good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I trust their execution to be good, too, because it ain't just intention. I trust their execution because Summer of Soul is fucking fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's track record for me. Yeah, it's track record for me. Like Summer of Soul was fantastic, and then you, you know, you're dealing with people who have a passion for what they're the pro the 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 project that they're going to work on. Like I know Quest is like passionate about making this the honor, you know, the the true honor that Dilla deserves. His family is behind this, Mom Dukes, and yeah. like all like his brother, like everybody behind this is like, you know, is people who want the good. For the, it's not going to be some salacious story, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. <clears throat> so, for me, that's what like I'm excited about. Is like, oh man, like this is going to be, you know, uh, I believe it'll be a, a really a, a work of art and an honor to, in my opinion, the best producer in hip hop ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, when I say like they they put this in a theater. When I say I'm gonna watch the shit out of this shit, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you know we've had Dilla uh, documentaries. Yes, there was there's the, been yeah the uh, Stussy documentary. There was uh, the other one. Uh, I'm forgetting his brother name. Apologies. Uh, There's a brother from Philly that made mm-hmm. one uh, like right after he died. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But this shit is is looking like it's gonna be like super official. Yeah, because you're gonna also have like. Because it's in, you know, in partnership with my Dukes and, and all that, like, 
you're going to get so much access to shit that nobody has access to type thing. You know what I mean? Um, don't have rights to they should get rights to all the music shit, shit you don't have like shit you're like in other stuff where it's like okay we need to have like a dilla sounding beat because mm. we couldn't get we couldn't get rights to the music uh that's the worst uh there was a <laughs> film that they did on hendrix you know hendrix estate which i think uh i don't know if his pops is still alive but i know his uh like stepsister was running mm-hmm. the estate at one point, and they don't play none of that shit. They like, you know, you you got to give us a bag or else we not fucking with you. And I was watching some Hendrix movie, dog, and they got a band to like replay fake versions of his <laughs> songs. It was it was like the shit uh, on uh, Thirty Rock. When they did the yes. Janis Joplin uh, <laughs> biopic, but they just had fake Janis Joplin songs. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm listening, and it the music it kind of sounds like Purple Haze. It's like Purple Haze, Lavender Haze. I'm like, come on, dog. Like if you know Vermilion Haze. All in my head. <laughs> that shit was so terrible. Uh, you know, I get that uh, documentaries don't have to be sanctioned by the family or the estate. You would even argue that if a documentary is sanctioned by the family, that it would color, you know, yes, the, the reporting yeah. and the, the documentation. So I get that. I ain't working on no motherfucking film with fake versions of the songs or like fake, like you said, fake Dilla beat or some shit. <laughs> nah, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. Like Trilla, Trilla, beats, 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 <laughs> Trilla, Trilla. <laughs> like we gotta sound like a little bit like it. <laughs> no fucking way. Jesus. Um, and, uh, real quick, uh, before we get into um, new music, some news about new music. Apparently, um, the other day, Snoop came out and said uh, he's got a new album coming out. And, well, they're finishing a new album, hopefully in November, mm-hmm. with Dre. Yeah. Shout out to Dr. my man Dre. Steve, who said that uh, it's going to be exact. I think it was Steve that said this. Apologies if, if you didn't say this, Steve. Uh, he said it was going to be one Dre, <laughs> like one Dre beat. <laughs> I would not be surprised (laughs) Although he did say he had all that music Because a couple weeks ago We talked about him saying he had like all this music He recorded during the pandemic So I don't know man Like you know listen I haven't really listened to a Snoop album in a while Mm -hmm. um, And I wasn't a big fan of Compton Right Um, right right And not not because it was like Oh I didn't think the beats was dope I just that whole Dre sounds like whoever wrote the verse for him, mm-hmm. like really annoyed me. Just um, like Kendrick, dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's everything like sounded Kendrick. like Kendrick because Kendrick wrote all of it, or like Anderson um, Pack or whoever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like whoever he writes for him. When Eminem writes for him, he raps like Eminem. Like mm-hmm. he he just doesn't have the ability to flip it. So, um, but like hopefully, like I, I'm you know I'm willing to check it out. I love the Chronic, especially like as we get further and further away from the Chronic and Doggy style. Um, I I love those records. Yeah. Uh, I went through a period of being like, oh man, blah blah, because they like were played all over the place. Um, but yeah, man, like they're legends, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm willing. I'm definitely willing to check the joint out. Yeah, this just reminded me to uh, play Doggy Style again. Because I honestly, I, I don't think I've listened to that record since the 90s. Like, I bought I it when it came out. I to a couple songs off of it. I listened, oh, not yeah. too long ago, I threw like a... Um, uh, a, uh, like a, I made like a '90s uh, gangster rap like playlist, uh-huh. and it had like a few like the curb, like the the singles and stuff like that off of that album I had put on there and stuff like that. I haven't gone through and listened to that album in a long time, but like yeah, I like I go back more. Of my nostalgia for it is just like the t- as the time I remember right. like. I remember buying it was the first CD I bought, The Chronic, and it was like a black disc with like the the like the weed leaf on the mm-hmm. joint and all that shit, marijuana leaf shit. on it. And so like there's just like the nostalgia for it for me, you know what yeah. I mean? But um yeah, man, so I'm willing to check it out. Like, you know. And I also think we're just in like we're in a time where it's like, even if it's one song that I like off that record cool it's one song i like off that record because next week nine other albums are gonna come out and so much fucking music (laughs) i talked to um i did an interview with somebody the other day who just released a new album and they were like he was like i think it's like thirty thousand new records come out every month or something like that because they're like in the music business Uh, i won't talk about like it's pete p i was yeah, talking yeah. to pete and he was saying like oh excuse me three thousand he was like three thousand records come out like every week or some shit mm-hmm. like that like independent and mm-hmm. so he's like you know it's a it's a business of like just oversaturation of like yeah. just new music all the time so fight for attention yes niggas yeah, should, yeah, yeah. should see my inbox dog niggas should yeah. see my inbox and and i know it's people that's getting more than me as far as like press releases and yo, I dropped this album. Yo, this single coming out. Yo, this coming out. Yo, we reissuing this. Yo, this, 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 and that. Every day, I get like an ungodly amount of emails because it's just so much music is coming out because it's you know it ain't like in the '60s when you had to go through like yeah to start a band, go through yes. you know the battle of the bands and all of that shit you know in your like local scene. And then someone would get you in the studio and then they would record you and it would possibly come out. Now there's a direct tech technology has facilitated uh, a direct line between creating a song and immediately putting it in the world. And it's it's just quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's so, almost too much music. But we were in school. We could record stuff in our in like our crib or a friend's crib. But mm-hmm. then like you'd put it on tape and like you'd let your friends listen to it like you know what i mean and right. like your immediate circle like right. you know what i mean there right. wasn't like oh i'm gonna upload this to fucking the internet uh, and now it's like if you sign up with like distro kid or some shit like that it's like your shit will be everywhere mm-hmm. like that Apple you know Music, what I mean? amazon title mm-hmm. spotify at the clip this this podcast when yeah. we're done this podcast yeah. i'm gonna go get some food sit and edit it, and then boom, 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 click a couple buttons, and this shit will be on Spotify. In the world. Everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. just that quick. Yeah, so it's just it's just the way the, the industry has changed, and just like the amount of new music. So it's like, oh, listen, man, if like this Snoop and Dre record has like one track that I'm like, oh, man, this feels like good. You know what I mean? This feels nostalgic and good. Cool. I'll listen to that track and that'll be the only track I listen to off of it because there's nine other albums that I'm going to listen to today. Like, yeah. 
It's just and how I, the, just know, how shit works. I love Snoop. I don't really fuck with Dre like that, but I love Snoop. So yeah, I'll fucking check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Like, it can't hurt. You know what I mean? What if it's great? Yeah. That's how I've tried to approach a lot of stuff now, where I'm just like, what if it's great? Like, it's as opposed to being like, oh, man, what if this is bad? Right. Right. You know what I mean? But like, no, what if it's great? It might be great. We've seen some great shit from older artists come out recently. Oh, so yeah. Absolutely. Fucking Master Black Thought, Thought still, to me, has the best album this year. So Black Thought. Master Ace over the last few years. Mm-hmm. He ain't dropped one uh, this year or last year, but uh, that last one he Nas. put out. Nas. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's plenty of older cats putting out good music still. Niggas be acting like whole shit is hot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Folks pretend. He's all good. I think we can get to some new music for the week. Uh, did you listen to anything new? Yeah, absolutely. Um I've been really rocking uh, with this record. It's not a rap record, uh, but the band is called The Sacred Souls, like T-H-E-E, Sacred Souls. And they're a trio from California. Uh, This is their self-titled album, and this shit is fucking gorgeous, dog. It's like, you know, obviously they're pulling a lot of influences from like 60s soul and like 70s soul and all of that. Dog, this shit sounds like the Dells or like the Spinners or some shit. Homeboy, uh, who's the lead singer, has a gorgeous voice. Um, the music is lush and beautiful. Like I could play this shit for my mom, and she might be like, you know, I, I think I remember that song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's that precise. You know what I mean? That they capture that sound. It it really it also puts me in the mind of. Um, well, not also because uh, it's the same shit, but like how uh, in California, like the Mexican American cats would ride around in like the lowriders and shit, and yeah. they would play all of that like like bands I mentioned, the Dells mm-hmm. and, and all of that like old R and B shit. It's made for that kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, these Sacred Souls is is a a gorgeous record and. It wasn't on my radar until somebody sent it to me, mm-hmm. and now it's it's up there on like one of my favorite records of the year. This shit is fucking oh, beautiful. Word. Yeah, it's, I'm gonna check that. I'm gonna check it out as soon as we get off the uh, the line. I'm definitely gonna throw that shit on. Yeah. Um. Uh, I checked out um, the Bull Bay and Patrick Feliciano's record. Um, I don't have time to doubt myself. Mm. Bay is nasty. And a, a, yes. friend, a friend of the podcast. Absolutely. And what a good record, man. Mm. What a really good record. Um, Bay has like this, uh, you know, he has like that, that I won't say double time flow, but he has like that quick flow. Mm. And um, there's some really, the it starts off crazy. What it looks like is an insane record. Um, still out west is crazy but my favorite joint on here is oh my god so much and it is like i i, I talked with bay about this and he said like it's a record that he normally wouldn't make it's more like cater toward like the ladies type thing like mm-hmm. you know what i mean um but it's so good man I, I definitely think folks should check it out i have no time to doubt myself um it's really good record folks should definitely check that joint out yeah yeah bay is dope I, I, I got to yes. dig into this record. I loved uh, the last thing that he put out. 
You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He's yeah, he's super talented. Uh, dude, he, MC. The apples, banana. Uh, it was the apples, oranges, and bananas. That yeah. track that he did last year it was one of my favorite tracks from last year. Like you know, what's crazy about that song too. I remember um, years ago. This had to have been like twenty. It was it was definitely before I got sick. So mm-hmm. probably like 2016 or 2017, I was in the studio with him uh, when they were working on that record, and he played me a demo of that shit, or like the unfinished mm-hmm. version of that shit. I was like, dog, you have to release this record as soon as possible. This shit, niggas will be playing this shit at cookouts forever. Yes. Like, this is yeah, like yeah. a classic, classic song. And, you know, occasionally I would bother him about it, like, oh, you... I gotta put that joint out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it didn't come out. I didn't think nothing of it. And then when it came out, I was like, oh shit. And and hearing the final version of it, I was like, y'all, y'all did yeah. what y'all was supposed to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I you know, look, Bay is a super talented artist, man. So yeah. Yeah, man. Like, shout out to him and, and definitely check that record out. Um besides that, I think we can start wrapping up. You can find us, Serious Rap Shit, on Instagram and Twitter. We're back into our Instagram account. We were locked out for several days. Niggas hacked um, my Twitter, dog. It's, it's yeah, no, it happens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were locked out for a little bit. So, we're back in. We'll be posting regularly again. Um, but uh, we just posted a new interview with uh, Manny Faces, hip-hop activist and advocate and... Um, uh, um, speaker and podcaster um, that is up exclusively on our uh, our Vivo page. On you go on YouTube, put in "serious rap shit Vivo" all one word, and it'll pop up. The link is in the bios on our social media. Serious rap shit on Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm uh, Indy underscore uh, SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find us there, follow us there, stay up to date with everything that we're doing. Um, and also you can, uh, follow and subscribe to the page, uh, serious rap shit vivo, all stuff goes up there every, we got a new thing coming up there in another day or so. So we got shit going up all the time. Um, serious rap all our merch, holla at, at, get up on there. We got mugs, hats, t-shirts, hoodies, jackets, whatever you want. Um, besides that, we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat, 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 fat